Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What is up, my guys, my dudes? How are y'all doing tonight, huh? Y'all uh, melting like I am in this ridiculous heat wave that's been going on since last week? Because it's, I'm ready for it to be over. It was supposed to be over yesterday, but it's not. But I'm still here doing Nick's Nerd News because it's me, your host, Nick. I ain't going nowhere. I've got my cooling towel on. i got a billion fans running. So if you hear that, that that's why. Um, I'm just trying to stay cool. I don't have air conditioning. So uh, that's part of it. But no. I uh, I appreciate you guys. I don't want to leave you guys hanging. I'm sure you need something to do in the heat as well. And listening to me prattle on about maybe things we we all care about might might uh, might help you get through the heat. I don't know. But how are y'all doing? You y'all good? Show of hands. Show of hands. Cool. Cool. I uh, I'm excited for all of y'all. Uh, we're getting into the the fall season that means more games are coming um we got some big new announcements coming in soon you know unfortunately we don't get to talk about it this week but ubisoft forward is on saturday we'll get to talk about that next week disney plus not disney plus uh d23 is this weekend so the uh disney marvel star wars game showcase is friday so we'll get to talk about that next week as well. But we got some fun news. Uh, no new movies coming out just yet. I'm, I'm sure they'll come soon. It's been kind of a drought lately with with new movies. Um, it's it's Morbin time over on Netflix though. If if you guys uh, if you guys want to watch that, um, <laughs> I wouldn't. But uh, no, how about uh, how about we get into it? Like as always, though, thank you guys for wa- listening. No watching yet. Uh, thank you guys for sticking by week in, week out. If you're new, welcome in. Hopefully, this will uh, get you to stick around. I mean, there's uh, a lot of episodes for you to to catch up on. I think this is what two two twenty six. I think it is. Uh, I think we were at two twenty five last week. I, I don't know anymore. I, I forget myself. Um, yeah, no, it's 226. I was right. Look at that. Hey, I remembered. Um, so, you know, share, like, subscribe. Uh, throw, uh, share us with your friends, right? I mean, check out our meme page that it's pretty much become at this point. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Let's, uh, let's not waste any more time, though, and get right into it, shall we? Today is September 7th. September 7th. Holy shit. It's almost 2023. Anyway, uh, as always, we we talk about video games first here because that's what I care about the most. And I force you all to listen. And I ain't taking no shit from no, no, no. Anyway, anyway. So, the Microsoft Activision deal is facing more and more scrutiny uh, from some people, and uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about how Brazil was looking deeper into it and Sony sued. Well, now we have the UK who is looking into it. Uh, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority uh, are 
going to go into an in-depth investigation into this act, uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Um, they're going to be looking into Watchdog's concerns because a Watchdog group brought it to them. Uh, they were planning on doing a, what they call a Phase 1 investigation in July, um, but this is what they said now. It says, quote, I'll do it in a British accent, quote, It could harm rivals, including recent and future entrants into gaming, by refusing them access to Activision Blizzard games or providing access on much worse terms. Microsoft could leverage Activision Blizzard's games together with Microsoft's strength across console, cloud, and PC operating systems to damage competition in the nascent market for cloud gaming services. Unquote. That is my BBC voice if uh, Nixner News was a production of the British Broadcasting. Um, I don't believe all that. Um... They are going into a phase two investigation, which means they're bringing in a independent panel of experts to uh, provide a more intensive probe into the concerns. Um, they have five days. They had five days as of the first to submit a rebuttal. Um, Microsoft President Brad Smith responded directly to the announcement saying, we're ready to work with the CMA on next steps and address any of its concerns. Sony, as the industry leader, says it is worried about Call of Duty, but we've said we are committed to making the same game available on the same day on both Xbox and PlayStation. We want people to have more access to games, not less, unquote. Um, Phil Spencer wrote a blog. Uh, he said, quote, we will continue to engage with regulators with a spirit of transparency and openness as they review this acquisition. We respect and welcome the hard questions that are being asked. The gaming industry today is robust and dynamic. Industry leaders, including Tencent and Sony, continue to expand their deep and extensive libraries of games as well as other entertainment brands and franchises, which are enjoyed by players everywhere. We believe that a thorough review will show that the combination of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard will benefit the industry and players, unquote. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't foresee anything crazy happening. Uh, except Jim Ryan got his panties in a bunch this week. Uh, Jim Ryan, of course, being the head of PlayStation. And uh, this is what he had to say. Um, he says, so... Uh, and he was talking to GamesIndustry.biz. He said, quote, Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account the impact of, all, of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle, unquote. Okay. So, A, three years beyond is through at least, I think that puts it, because their deal, their their marketing exclusivity deal, or whatever you want to call that, is through, I think, 24. Uh, and three years beyond that would be 2027. A, there's no guarantee that that Call of Duty will still be the juggernaut that it is in five years. Um, it may very well could be. I mean, Call of Duty's run the gaming industry pretty much for the last almost 10. So if not more. So, I, look, I, I could be wrong. I'm fully admitting this, right? Um, 
and things can change in the future as well. We don't know, right? We do not know. Um, I, I, there have been there has been a slowdown in the quality of Call of Duty's though. I mean, a lot of people were frustrated with the last two. That's that's for sure. Um, I don't think many people bought or played Vanguard. Um, there were a lot of other things that went in with Vanguard though that some some yet good, some justifiable, some not. Um, but, but again, we don't know what the landscape will be in another five years. Will Call of Duty still be the juggernaut that it is? More than likely. H history says yes. Um, I'm not discounting that, but again, just because they say three years doesn't mean they can change their mind and renegotiate, and Sony always can too, right? They always play these games. Sony's just a little butthurt. And and I I think they know that because <laughs> I'm sure they've seen uh, a bump in success having their deal with with Call of Duty after Xbox had it for a very long time. I'm not discounting the fact that Sony did a lot more friendlier practices to woo people over for the PS4. Um, I, I'm just saying there's a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of things that can happen, and I think Jim Ryan's being a little bit butthurt about it. Um, I mean, if, if he really wanted to do it, just make, just make Destiny exclusive, dude. Just do it. I know you said you wouldn't, but just do it, and then, then you can have your pity party can go away because, I mean, it, it's, it's the same idea, right? It's the same idea, but who knows? It, 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 it's... It's ridiculous. There's there's plenty of other games. I don't even buy Call of Duty every year anymore. I, I don't know how many... I'm sure... The, the biggest thing with that is that Call of Duty is one of those games that, like... If some people only buy one game a year, and it's Call of Duty, or it's Madden, or it's NBA, right? And it, it, it's... That's why. And that's why Sony is... Um, being this way i should say it, it's that's part of it um but we'll see what happens we will see what happens five years is a very very long time um especially in the gaming world so we'll see what happens uh moving on uh we're gonna have a bit of an xbox centric show today uh it's been a while <laughs> um Halo Infinite has uh, released a new roadmap that has made a little, quite a bit of a stir online. Um, and I, I get it because people are frustrated. The game launched a year ago and it's, you know, not shaping up to what people wanted it to be. Um... And the roadmap is not the greatest. Um, however, there are some good things in this roadmap as well. Not everything is, is doom and gloom. Uh, the biggest doom and gloom, though, is unfortunately um, they've had to cancel split-screen split co-op. Strangely, though, a lot of people in the community have gotten it running through a glitch so may, maybe um 
maybe they can get it running one day. I don't know, though. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I, I get it. And I don't... I don't I, a lot of people are upset because they grew up playing it split screen. I, I don't know a whole lot of people that do that anymore. And then there's people saying, oh, guess I'm never playing Halo Infinite because it doesn't have a split screen. I'm like, that's a little... That's a little ridiculous, if you ask me. That that's that is extreme and excessive, and and it's like you're you're not gonna play it because you can't play it with someone else. That's um, don't get me wrong. I grew up playing it split screen, but I enjoy playing it by myself just as much as well. So I I, I don't know. We are getting uh, actual Forge beta though, um, so there's that, and. Uh, unfortunately, season three has been delayed till next year, meaning season two is very, very long. However, uh, we're getting a new free 30 tier battle pass. Um, and then when season two, three launches in March, we will get some, a new map, a new equipment. Um, we are getting new maps though in November, so we're still getting that. Um, and a new battle pass and a new weapon. Um, a new weapon is being added. It's, they haven't added any new weapons. Uh, and some other things as well. Um, they're trying to shore up quality of life improvements and things like that. And I think that's a little more important. Um, I know some other people have as well. So we'll see what happens as time moves forward with Halo Infinite. Um, and if, if this is a blessing or a curse for them. Uh, Microsoft has also announced a new tier of Game Pass after it leaked last week. Uh, and it is the new Friends and Family plan. And it, uh, I don't know when it launches. Oh, it's being tested in Ireland and Colombia. So, we'll see if it comes to the U.S. It looks like it's going to be about $10 more, but it will allow you... Um, allow you to share with people you can share up to four other friends or family members it's uh right now it costs 21.99 euros in ireland and uh 49,900 cop whatever columbia colombian pesos that's probably what that means um so it's about probably about 10 bucks more than what it ultimate is which is 15 um let me see you can convert it um, so subscribers who change their current plan will have their time remaining converted. So 30 days of Ultimate will convert to 18 days of friends and family. 30 days of Xbox Game Pass console will convert to 12 days of, of friends and family. 30 days of PC is 12 days. 30 days of Gold is 12 days. 30 days of EA Play is 6 days on friends and family. Uh, it's not available in the U.S., U.K., or Europe yet, but they said they will re reveal it soon along with pricing. So that'll be interesting to see how that works out. Uh, and I'm sure that works for families or friends who all play together. They can essentially split the cost of their Xbox Live Ultimate uh, with Game Pass. Um, we've also learned that... Uh, Twitch might be losing some of its top streamers. Uh, both Pokimane and Ninja uh, have decided to take a step back from streaming. I don't know uh, if anyone else, 
Ninja's the most popular on Twitch right now. He has 18.3 million followers. Um, Pokimane has 9.2 million. Um, they won't be online for quite a while. Uh, Ninja said he... Oh, Ninja's deleted all of his social media even, which is crazy. Um, I guess he needs a break, which I respect that. A lot of people need that sometimes. Um, he didn't know... He didn't say when he will be back or where. That's fine. Um, she took a month-long break, Pokimane. Um, oh, she's not going to be on Twitch anymore. Um, that's interesting. She's been there for almost 10 years. That's crazy. So if you guys like watching Ninja or Pokimane on Twitch, you won't be able to. <laughs> Gotta move on. Uh, shout out to my friend Nikki, who has an epic Twitch channel. Um, let me get that for you guys. I don't know why I haven't talked about it yet. But... Um, what's her Twitch channel? Uh, I think it's just Ghosto. Um... Hold on. Why, uh, why can't I do this? I don't know how to use Discord. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to set up a Discord for us, too. I don't know why I haven't. Anyway, uh, Amaranth, no. Oh, Amaranth. I don't care about Amaranth. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, as you guys can hear me, I'm struggling. Yeah, Ghosto with three underscores. That... Um, that is her Twitch. I just wasted a lot of time doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> um, so that is that. So check her out on Twitch if you guys need a new person to follow. Um, what else is going on? Well, let's look here. Are you hungry? Uh, do you frequent IHOP? Well, if you want, you can now get Xbox-themed meals at IHOP. And uh, it's for their International Bank of Pancakes rewards. Why do they have a rewards program? Who's eating at IHOP enough to get IHOP rewards? Seriously. Um, you can get a one-month Game Pass Ultimate Trial, full game download code for Grounded, um, Forza Horizon 5 add-ons. Uh, yeah. Uh, for a limited time, you can get the Party Animals combo, which is a pancake combo with two cupcake pancakes, pork sausage links, hash browns, and two eggs over medium. Uh, there is the Grounded combo, which is the Big Brunch Steak Burger with bacon, fried egg, a crispy potato pancake, American cheese, IHOP sauce, and a side of buttermilk pancakes. What is IHOP sauce? I have so many questions. Um, then there is the Forza Family Feast, and that's only available through their Hop and Go. Um, and that is four servings of scrambled eggs, hash browns, eight bacon strips, eight sausage links, and eight buttermilk pancakes. Uh, all of these are only available through October 31st at participating IHOP locations. N no. 
Uh, that's a no. <laughs> uh, if you are excited for Hogwarts Legacy, uh, even though it was recently delayed to February, you can actually go online and get pre-sorted into your house. Um, you can do so, I guess you can link your Wizarding World account if you have one online already and take the Sorting Hat quiz there uh, and that you can use to transfer over to Hogwarts Legacy when it comes out. Uh, but we're also learning that Quidditch will not be playable. I, I, um, I Look, I, I didn't expect it to be, I, but at the same time I kind of did. I mean, it's a, a Hogwarts game and you're playing a student, but I, I think there's a story it's trying to tell, and, and I think that would distract from the story. I'm, I'm not defending it. I, I think it just... Maybe they can add it as DLC, but I, I... When you're trying to make an RPG like that, I don't think you want to put games in where people aren't going to play the story. And I think it would take away too much. But who knows? I could be wrong, and everyone could be pissed. I don't know. Uh, Rick and Morty have uh, done a new God of War promo. Uh, it's very short, but Rick essentially turns himself into Kratos. Um, yeah, I uh, it's it's Rick being Rick, right? Um, which is fine, but uh, they did this on top of Game Informer showing off new um, showing off new gameplay. Of uh, Svartolheim or Nido Valir, I one one of the the places the um, I um, wherever the dwarves live, I don't know. Anyway, it showed off some cool stuff. I'm excited. I can't wait for God of War Ragnarok to come out. Um, the uh, we got some news about Cyberpunk. Looks like we're going back to Night City. Samurai, um, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that, uh, the next, the only DLC, yes, unfortunately we're only getting one DLC for Cyberpunk 2077, will be called Phantom Liberty, it will release next year, and it will be next gen or current gen only, so only on Series X and S, and only on PS5 and, and PC, obviously, um, but it will not be available on last gen. Uh, in it, um, Johnny Silverhand will return as well. So Keanu is back. Uh, and you team up with a representative from the new United States um, in a new section of Night City and will feature some new things. Only a short teaser was shown. Um, and V join, so it takes place before the end of the game, obviously, as most DLC does. Uh, we've also gotten a new update for it, though, that tie in ties in with the upcoming Netflix Edge Runners anime for Cyberpunk. Um, that is free, and it is released, uh, will is available now. Um, you can uh, take on the role of David Martinez, who is the protagonist of the show um that is coming soon let me see uh it's also patch 1.6 uh it's the final major update for playstation 4 and xbox one versions of the game um because that stuff for edge runners is going to be uh, part of that i guess um so this patch brings a lot of quality of life improvements 
Um, we're getting transmog wardrobes, new weapons, new gigs, cross progression, um, new performance modes for some of the next gen consoles, uh, as well as uh, the ability to change appearance um, at uh, at your apartment or at any of the uh, modders, the the Ripper docks. Um, I can't believe I remember that, uh, even though I was watching a video on it earlier. So that way you can change your hair, your look, something that was not available when the game first launched uh, almost two years ago. Um, but all, with all that being said, their CD Projekt Red has also announced that they will no longer, um, no longer continue development on last gen. So they're not going to be supporting PS4 or Xbox One any longer uh, for CD or for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, Microsoft also announced a new version of the Xbox Elite controller. Uh, this is the new Elite Core controller. It will, um, it releases on September 21st. It is a white version of the Elite Series 2. Uh, and the reason it's called Core is because it costs $129. Um, it's a little different from your standard Xbox Elite wireless controller, it is the same, but it does not come with the carrying case. Um, it doesn't come with... Um, so the standard Elite controller comes with a carrying case, uh, charging dock, rear paddle buttons, additional thumbsticks, and additional D-pad. The core version does not. So the core version only comes with a USB-C and a uh, thumbstick adjustment tool. You can, though, now purchase the additional thumbsticks, the D-pads, the paddles uh, in a new, um, a new bundle that will cost $60 separately. Um, so it, essentially, it costs you $10 more uh, than buying the standard at MSRP. So if you already have an Elite 2, what you can do is now you can buy the core, so you can have a white one, and you just use all the accessories on the new one, or if anything gets uh, damaged or lost, you can replace those if you need to. Um, the it, it is white and black, so it's a little cool, uh, having a different look. Um, and shorter trigger locks than the uh, than the standard one, I guess. Wait, those are all. I don't know. Ooh, fucking finally, dude. The Elite controller is coming to Design Lab. Fuck yes. The fact that nobody is talking about that. Oh my god. The one thing people have been clamoring for for so long, and it's finally happening. The Elite Series 2 is going to Design Lab. I'm sure it's going to cost a fortune because it's Design Lab, but you can finally customize it to a point, I wonder what customization options will be available, though, um, when that launches this holiday. Uh, we also learned that the PlayStation 5 has been redesigned once again internally. Uh, it's about a pound lighter, and, and it's more energy efficient. Uh, per The Verge, Austin Evans, who's a YouTuber, found out uh, he took apart the redesigned console and found that Sony made some big changes. Um, it's not a rebrand or anything like that, um, but they've updated it now once a year to make it more efficient, which, and cheaper to produce, which is very strange. Um, 
The motherboard was reduced by about two inches. Uh, the cooling has changed, uh, and there's a new and additional heat pipe at the back of the console, and a smaller heat sink, uh, and the SSD slot has been changed. Um, it uses about 20 to 30 watts less while gaming, more energy efficient, and this just comes... It, it, it's cheaper to produce, but they increase the price worldwide. Weird, huh? Interesting. Very strange indeed. Anyway, our final bit of gaming news today. We got a new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet today. Got to see some new Pokemon, some new features. Um, in this new video they showed off, uh, we learned a little bit more about our the different story paths you can take. Um, different gym battles. Uh, the new villainous team, which is Team Star. So much, or I guess, um, and just you can. There's new Titan Pokemon, which I guess are like larger ones, like uh, like in Arceus. Um, so there's three quest lines you can can go on, um, and you're since you're attending school. There's the treasure hunt, which um, Oh, wait, I think it's all in the same. You can take them on in any order. Victory Road is the one we're all used to, where you go up against the gym leaders and then, you know, fight for the Elite Four, uh, which is led by Gita, who is um, the head of the Pokemon tournament, I think it said it was. Um, but there's a little bit different because there's gym tests um, to get to the gym leader battles. Um, then there's the Starfall Street, which is uh, one of the rebellious... Oh, so you fight rebellious students. Each squad has its own boss and their own base. Um, I guess they're all Team Star? I don't know. That's one of the things. It doesn't say what that one is called. Um, and then the third story is called Path of Legends. Uh, it's where you gather different herbs and and things like that um and you'll go along with a new character battling titan pokemon um and other things like that that's where we learned about the first new pokemon called cloth which is a giant crab pokemon if you will um they also showed off new battling mechanics where there's like auto battle now which uh you can just throw your pokemon out and they'll auto battle for you which is a little interesting for sure um we also learned about two new like other pokemon which uh are called armor armar rogue and cerulege they're kind of like knight pokemon they they come from the same base um pokemon that they evolve from but depending on the game will depend on uh which one it evolves into they're really cool uh they're both Psychic, uh, Armor Rouge. Oh, Armor Amar Rouge is Fire Psychic, and Cerulege is Fire Ghost type. Oh, so they're they're, they're both Fire. Excuse me, I messed that up. Um, and then Cloth is a Rock type, um, so no water. It's a Rock type crab, uh, and of course we learned about Graphii, the graffiti type Pokemon last week. I I don't know. Things are all over. Um, hold on. Uh, so Path of Legends 
is the one where we go up against the Titans. The Star oh Starfall Street is is one of the stories, um, and then the 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 gym leader one, like I said, uh, Victory Road, um, and then there are Let's Go features which allow you to have your Pokemon exploring with you, um, and you can send them out on their own, which I guess they can find items for you, almost like in Pokemon Go. Uh, and then, like I said, there's auto battle where they can go and auto battle for you. Um, let me see here. I want to look at the new characters. That's who I wanted to talk about. Um, we learned about some of the new gym leaders, new characters. Um, so we know the two professors. So, oh yes, uh, oh no, they didn't update everything. Okay, we're, that's not good. Um, Team Star, we saw their leader. Oh, okay, I guess we're not learning. Uh, the, the, the map was also revealed. Um, but that's it so far. That's it for uh, video games today. Uh, we'll, of course, have more coverage on Scarlet and Violet when they release in November. Moving on to TV here. Um, Netflix has announced that they, or it's rumored, I should say, that Netflix wants to get in, uh, get its ad-supported tier out as soon as possible so they can beat Disney Plus to the punch. Obviously, uh, they, are, they're, they see their biggest competitor as Disney Plus. And they want to make sure their ad version is out before Disney's is. Um, so we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, we've also learned that the showrunner for Rick and Morty promises, uh, so Scott Martyr, he promises that they are going to do a new season every year. Um, and they want to go through it. Um, they want to be able to you know, release it as much as possible because they know everybody loves it. I mean, I'm 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 okay with that. I'm I'm happy because a I love Rick and Morty. Season six is off to a great start. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, he was talking with Inverse, and he said, "Quote, uh, oh sorry, this is uh, James C. Siciliano. Siciliano, the the producer said, quote, there's an unbelievable amount that we have going on. I don't know how much we could talk about, but as far as the production, we have season six coming out." In season seven in production, we have the writer's room for season eight going. So that's about 20 episodes in some form of production and the new season that we're breaking, unquote. Martyr followed up with said, quote, I've created a high class problem for us, but we'll have a season of the show every year from this point forward, unquote. Um, was it renewed for that much longer? I don't remember. Um, I know that they've lost a couple people. Over the years, um, Mike McMahon went over to do Lower Decks for Paramount Plus and Star Trek. Um, then, I can't think of his name, but he wrote um, Multiverse of Madness. He wrote the, uh, I think he wrote the WandaVision show too. Um, but he left the show, but it sells Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. So as long as they're there, I, I think I think we're okay. Um Rings of Power uh, premiered last Friday, and it has become Amazon Prime's most watched, most watched show. Uh, Twenty-five million viewers for the first two episodes. 
Um, they've also kind of changed their review policy um, because a lot of people were review bombing it before it even aired. <laughs> Strange. Um, there's going to be a 72-hour delay. Um, so, obviously, review bombing is becoming more and more of a problem in general. Um, so, it essentially, this is per variety. Um, they started this with a league of their own. So all user reviews have been delayed by 72 hours. So essentially you cannot post a review for the show until it's been out for three days, which makes sense. Like you shouldn't be able to have a user review of something that isn't out yet. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. So, um, oh, Amazon's also going to evaluate each critique to determine whether it's genuine or a forgery created by a bot, troll, or other breed of dig dig digital goblin. Uh, it's funny, um, She-Hulk featured some things like this, making fun of people like that um, this past week. Uh, Chadwick Boseman has won an Emmy posthumously for uh, performing in What If? Um, Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Some of my favorite episodes are with him. I actually got a fig pin of him as Star-Lord. Um, Rosario Dawson wants to... Uh, this is the last bit of news before we go into reviews uh rosario dawson has announced not announced but put into the universe uh that she would like to return as night nurse uh claire i think her character's name in is in uh daredevil born again which will be the 18 episode uh daredevil revival that will premiere on disney plus i think next next year or the year after i don't remember exact dates we'll learn more at at uh, d23 this upcoming weekend. Uh, that's it for news, I should say. Uh, let's talk about reviews. Rick and Morty Season 6 premiered on Sunday. Honestly, great. Uh, picks up right where Season 5 left off, um, with Evil Morty kind of blowing up the Citadel and taking off into a void. Um, but obviously Rick gets saved, Rick and Morty get saved by Space Beth, funnily enough, uh, mimicking the Avengers. Um, Rick resets the portal gun but it actually resets um portal travelers and it, it's funny because we go back to to some of the universes we haven't seen in a while we learn that uh or we see morty goes back to cronenberg earth where the only person left really is jerry who's become a bit of a badass in the interviewing years intervening years uh we also learn that jerry is actually not the right jerry <laughs> so a few seasons back when they went to Jerry Jamboree, we learned that uh, there's a Jerry daycare. And at the end, our Rick and Morty come back and we learn that Morty lost the ticket. So we find out that that's not really our Jerry. <laughs> um, and then Rick goes back to his universe where he um, we learn that, you know, where uh, uh, Beth and Diana died and what made him become the rickest rick and we also learn why he chose his uh morty universe essentially the the cronenberg universe because that's where prime rick is from and prime rick is the rick that killed the rickest ricks beth and diane so the rick and the the rick we've been following this whole time the one who says he doesn't care actually does care about people and his family um and he's been hunting Prime Rick, who is our Morty's original Rick. Um, 
So we've got a uh, season-long thread now to follow as uh, Rick and Morty kind of hones its focus, as we can see. Um, but they all actually have to flee their universe again because uh, Mr. Frundles is let loose by season two Jerry, who uh, turns the whole universe into Mr. Frundles, which forces them to go to a new dimension where they, they call Parmesan Parmesan. <laughs> oh, God. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying. The Parmesan universe. Obviously, there's other things, but it's a great episode. If you love Rick and Morty, you will love the new season so far. I can't wait. It's, and especially since Justin Rowland said it's going to be the best season uh, or amazing, I think he said, quote. Um, House of the Dragon was great. I'm loving the political intrigue we're doing. Like, I, towards the end of, of, of Game of Thrones, we weren't getting it as much. Um, and, and I'm loving that they're doing it. Granted, that's what, that's what Fire and Blood is about, right? The book. Uh, it's about the Targaryen Civil War. So, so I'm, I'm happy to get a lot more of the political stuff, as well as more dragons than, than we did in the past as well. Don't get me wrong. Um... But I am very, very, very much enjoying House of the Dragon. I love the storyline with Rhaenyra so far. Uh, I love that they actually did a time jump. So the, our first time jump so far, um, and then Damon's storyline. Dude was a fucking badass, dude. Like a fucking G, just taking on the whole army of the Crab Feeder on his own. And then, of course, more dragon, this time a Valerion dragon um, of the House Valerion. So that was cool to see as well. Um, and then, of course, Rings of Power. Rings of Power, I think, is great. And I know a lot of people have issues with it, um, which, understandable if you're like an uber Tolkien fan because it, it plays around a little. I had a friend at work who called it uh, Tolkien fan fiction, but he loves it still. And I, I'm digging it. It's a gorgeous show. Uh, I wonder if moving to the UK will affect it for season two and things like that because uh, they only did production in New Zealand for this first season. Um, so that will be interesting to see where that where that goes moving forward. Um, but but again, it's it's great, and I feel like I'm back in the Jackson movies, even though it's technically not connected to them. Um, I think because they're using New Zealand, and there are some things that are similar, like the Fell Beasts. Are definitely the same. Um, Sauron looks amazing in the quick little things they show. Uh, the dwarves look a lot like the dwarves of of, of the Jackson films. Uh, it was nice to see Casa Doom in its in its heyday uh, or parts of it. I'm Celebrimbor is a little bit nicer than he is in 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 the games. <laughs> I will say that, um, but. I am very invested already in Rings of Power, and I am I am very excited to see where it goes. Um, so those are the reviews for those episodes. Um, it is a new month, so there's new things on Netflix and Disney Plus. Netflix has uh, the three Austin Powers movies: Clueless, 
the Italian Job, Little Nicky, Rote, Roadhouse, Roadhouse, Scarface, New Season of Cobra Kai, Cyberpunk Edge Runners Returns, um, The Munsters, of course, will premiere on Netflix this month. It's Morbin time with Morbius over there. Uh, <laughs> then on Disney Plus, Thor: Love and Thunder drops this month. Uh, Pinocchio, the new live-action version, drops tomorrow on Disney Plus Day, uh, as well as the new Making of Obi-Wan docuseries. Andor drops on, on the 21st. One of my favorite um, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase movies, Spies in Disguise. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 at the end of the month. And, of course, many Star Wars fans like myself are wondering, where is Season 2 of the Bad Batch, because that was supposed to drop uh, this month on Disney Plus, but it looks like that will not be happening. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that uh, later in the month, or what what gets announced at D twenty three. Um, that is it for TV this week. Let's talk a little bit about movies. Uh, DC has canceled Fandom. Interestingly enough, as uh, I guess Warner Brothers really does not want to spend any money. They just want to cut all costs if possible. Doesn't make any sense, man. It does not make any sense. Um, and it turns out Dan Lin, who they hope they were trying to court to head DC Films, uh, has removed himself from the running. So they're still in search of their Kevin... Feige figure. Uh, we've also learned that Brendan Gleeson has joined the cast of Joker 2, uh, purportedly in a role centered around Arkham Asylum. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, we also learned that Tanakh Huerta, who, is, who has been cast to play Namor in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, couldn't swim before they cast him. Um... Kind of interesting because, uh, you know, he's playing Namor, the Submariner, who is the equivalent of Aquaman. Um, via an interview with Life and Style, the 41-year-old. He's 41 and he doesn't know how to swim. Um, he didn't know how to swim before he got the role. Um, he said, quote, they asked me if I knew how to swim. I replied that I, replied that I had never drowned and went back to my manager's. The thing is, or he said, of course, I didn't say anything then because they weren't going to give me the role. We had to explain to them through my lawyer in the United States, this is how Mexicans are. We never say no, unquote. Um, that's funny. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. I'm very, very interested in this. Um, I guess he took swimming lessons. Uh, he also said, quote, in the film there's a Mesoamerican inspiration based on the research of a team made up of people from different professional fields. Uh, they consider you a collaborator and have always been very open to my comments and proposals to improve the character. I can say that they listened to 90% of my notes and proposals in addition to the fact that from the beginning I made it clear to them what my convictions and my struggles were off the screen. Um, unquote. So, we'll see. Um, oh. Oh. I, uh, he says he's very similar to Namor politically as well, whatever that means. Um, 
Uh, Top Gun Maverick has overtaken Infinity War to become the fifth highest grossing film in U.S. cinema history at $700 plus million dollars. And that's after Labor Day. It has continued to top the charts. And you can buy it to watch at home now, digitally. And it's still in theaters, kicking ass and taking names. America. <laughs> um, and then this past weekend, John Williams had a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. My friend was actually there. Uh, he sent me videos of this before it, the news broke. Uh, he premiered a new song for Indiana Jones 5, uh, Helena's Theme who's going to be played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Waller's Bridge? Phoebe, the new character. Um, it's a very good theme. I, I thought it was great. Very John Williamsy, Very indie as well. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm shocked Disney allowed him to do that. Uh, and then he also, I guess, was being interviewed. The man's 90 years old, by the way. Um, and uh, he was being spoken to by The Guardian... Uh, and classic FM about his work. And uh, I guess someone asked him if he would do a James Bond movie, and he said, quote, I'd love it, unquote. Now, uh, he also said he's about 30% done with Indiana Jones 5 soundtrack. Um, he said, quote, I pretty much have the thematic scheme done, but we're probably be working on this into September, unquote. Um, he also talked about composing for films, saying, quote, Writing for film music is very difficult. It's probably not a profession for all composers because it can be very constricting and possibly very frustrating, unquote. Um, I don't know if another James Bond movie would be made in time for him to do it, um, which is a sad, harsh reality we have to realize here. But I, I think all of us would love a John Williams scored James Bond. Let, let's let's be realistic, and you you can't score a movie without seeing the movie, so he he couldn't like do it without seeing what the movie was because then it it wouldn't fit thematically. Um, but hopefully, he sticks around for a few more years and uh, gets that opportunity if if given. Um, but. Uh, that's it for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys, as always, for for listening week in, week out. Uh, hopefully you're celebrating the 30th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series in style this month. Uh, yes, it is the 30th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series. Um, feel old yet? Uh, I love that show. Um, other than that, make sure to always check out NixnerNews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser or if you prefer to listen to us on the go you know if you want to subscribe uh or uh yeah that yeah that's the right word uh, you can find links to our spotify page our google podcast page our apple podcast page we're on amazon music we're on on iHeartRadio. we're on all the big podcasting platforms just search nixner news also while you're there check out our social media tab where you can see our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds all in one fun place. Post a lot of memes all the time. Um, or just search Nixner News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Thank you guys again for listening week in, week out. I will catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>